0: Welcome to episode number seven, uh, Reflections from WT, the Heart and Soul of the Texas Panhandle. My name is Randy Ray, and I am the Director of Broadcast Engineering here on the campus of West Texas A&M. And once again, I'm honored to be joined by the 11th president of West Texas A&M, Dr. Walter Windler. Randy, it's good to be here. Always good to visit. Always good to chit-chat. Yes, sir. Uh, Dr. Windler, I maybe I noticed this more than other people, but it seems like WT's been in the news a lot
1: lately. There are a lot of things going on. We've had a number of things, uh, of events and announcements. I think since the last time we talked, we uh, had the gala uh, celebrating the completion of WT-125 uh, from the Panhandle to the World, which is our long-range uh, strategic plan. And we filled up the biggest ballroom they had at Embassy Suites downtown in Amarillo. There were 500 people in attendance. We had a number of uh, very fine speakers. Kel Seliger was there. Uh, For Price was there. Um, of course, uh, Chancellor Sharp was there. And chairman of the board, uh, Charles Schwartz, was there. So we had a very nice event. And then many, many... Uh, local uh, dignitaries and leaders to celebrate the conclusion of this long-range plan for West Texas A&M University. And I think it's, uh, I've done a number of plans. I think this is the best one that I've ever, in, in a sense, engaged in. It's. It was, uh, the participation levels were very good. People took it seriously. And I think we have a document that casts a vision for West Texas A&M University that will live for the Roughly 15 years between now and 2035, when we uh, reach our 125th anniversary.
0: Yeah, and I think we're already off to a great start with that. Um, some things that I've noticed in the news along with that is how great our basketball
1: program has been doing lately.
0: Yeah, uh, We've won a lot of stuff. We have. We continue to win.
1: We <laughs> have both men's and women's. Of course, the women uh, lost uh, recently. Uh, the men are still going, and uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah. we're excited about it.
0: Yeah, and also the Amarillo Center. That, yeah, the Amarillo Center facility. and the
1: Harrington Hall down there opened up, and uh, we had the ribbon cutting for that. And again, uh, Mayor Nelson from uh, Amarillo was there, and she's so supportive of what we're trying to do here at WT. And I, I think they are genuinely pleased um, that we are downtown you know we have over 300 students now nearly 400 but i'd rather estimate conservatively rather than uh, in a sense uh, expand or brag or something but there's almost 400 students there and our intention is to move our nursing program down there, uh, which is one of the best in the state of Texas. We have a 97% pass rate on the NCLEX, which is the nursing licensing examination. And there's only two other schools in the state that are higher than that. And we're in the top 10% nationally. We do You can't get much higher than 97%. You know, you and I, when mm-hmm. we went to high school, we got a hundred percent. For example, in,
0: in yeah. mathematics, I'd be very happy with a <laughs> ninety-seven. I would I Don't see a whole lot of those.
1: So we, when we move the nursing program downtown, we'll have um, we'll have roughly uh, six hundred students, maybe almost seven hundred. So And a lot of faculty and staff will be down there every day. The dean's office will move downtown. That will be his permanent home downtown. So we're excited about all that. It's going to be a real presence.
0: I have had some folks stop me and say, can we come visit? And I say, yeah, the, the, the campus, the one in Canyon, the one in Amarillo, is always open to visitors. Don't you agree with that? I
1: absolutely agree with it. And people can come and visit at any time. And I will tell you this, if... Someone comes to visit and are not uh, warmly welcomed, they should call me, and that won't happen again. Uh, that I think it's very important that we open our doors to the public. We're trying to serve the people of the top 26 counties of Texas and beyond, but our first goal is here. And the likelihood of someone just dropping in is higher with people f- that are local than people from far yeah, away, yeah. normally if you're coming from a long distance yeah, and you make appointments. And I, I think it. I, I would encourage
0: people, not if not if you have a— a, a child that's getting ready to go to college, even if you're just interested in what we're doing. Uh, because like you say, we are the heart and soul of Texas Panhandle, so I would invite everyone, um, any, any and everyone, to come visit us.
1: I agree with you. We had, uh, we had five. Here's, a, here's an example, that, and it grieved me to hear this. We had 40 students from a local high school, a big high school. And it was not in Canyon, but it was a good-sized high school here in the Panhandle. Come to campus, there were 40 of them, and I was talking uh, to them, kind of sharing with them about uh, WT and so on. And I asked how many of those 40 students had been to the campus before. And quite frankly, I expected half or more to raise their hand. Four students raised yeah. their hand. Yeah. And the other 36, and, and it may not have been 40, it might have been 38, it might have been 45, but it was around 40 because the tables were groups of 10, and they were full, uh, nearly full, and there were five or six. So it was close to 40, four had been to the camp. And I told them, I said, look, I'm not, I don't want to embarrass you or diminish you in any way, but I'm going to tell you that you should have come to this campus before just to see what a university looks like. Yeah, this is yeah. a nice university. And I've been at a lot of them. And it's a nice campus just to get kind a of feel for what it's like.
0: Absolutely. And we, like you say, we have a beautiful campus. And, and I believe this, too. When you are looking for a school to go to, it doesn't take long to figure out if that's the place. That, that you should be or not. I, I've found that 10 minutes, you're, you're going to know if that's your school or not. And I think that if you come to WT, you're going to find that this is your
1: school. I had a family one time uh, that came from Tampa, Florida. I met them at a new student orientation. No, it was a new student a visitation time on the campus. This was two summers ago. And it was a family of three people. And their plan was they flew to Amarillo from Tampa Bay, and they had a plan to visit eight schools. This was the first on the list. I don't know where else they were going to go. And uh, the father told me his son was on the campus for a half hour, and he said, "Dad, this we might it. as well change our trip. I'm not going anywhere yeah, but here." Yeah. And and I, I'm not making that up. That is a true story. And that's one. And you know, not everybody feels that way. But you're right. A youngster and their a young student. I shouldn't call them youngster, but to me, that's a lot of people. But the student, potential student, future student, and their family will make a decision based on the people they meet, Mm -hmm. the attention they Mm -hmm. receive, and the sense of purpose of the place. And at WT, that comes out good almost every time.
0: Yeah. I think we have a very welcoming campus, and we have welcoming faculty. And uh, I just think students here are outgoing and friendly, too. I agree with you. So a lot of things going on in the news. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is a picture I saw of you just a few days ago, with the presidents from all the area community colleges.
1: Oh, this is, uh, I think you're talking about the Destination uh, WT yeah. uh, program, and we're very proud of it. We're, As everyone knows that's read anything that I've written or heard me speak, I am a strong proponent of community colleges to re- to help reduce the cost of a college education. We can't cut our budgets much more than we do. We are very efficient. We're the third most efficient university in the state of Texas for example regarding the cost for instruction and administrative costs also very low and after we've done those things we have to have faculty we have to have staff we have to have facilities Uh, we need those things and they need to be of high quality or we can't deliver a, a good quality experience both facilities and people people first always so what I say to people is, look, if you have to borrow in the first two years, go to a community college. And the ones that we focused on so far, and we're getting ready to start to expand this, but have been our three local community colleges, Amarillo College, where uh, Russell Lowry Hart is the president, Frank Phillips College, uh, Judd Hicks is the president there, and Clarendon uh, College in, um, in Clarendon is, uh, is, a, is a fine school. Robert uh, Riza is the president there. And our goal is to make sure that we are able to get students into WT as transfer students with the least wasted hours, you know, hours over the uh, what's required for transfer and what will apply to their degree programs here. So basically... When a student declares their major in the community college, we are then granted access to their records, not everybody on campus, but advisors, and they can fill out, when they put their courses in that they're taking at all of those colleges, we simultaneously uh, start to, uh, we we create automatically a degree plan for them at WT based on their declared major, so they know exactly how everything is gonna uh, fit together. You know, I wrote a piece a few weeks ago on how important advising is, and this mm-hmm. will help us do the best job we can at advising. And it sounds simple enough, you know, why didn't you do this 20 years mm-hmm. ago? Well, the fact of the matter is it's hard to do because of the FERPA laws. We're mm-hmm. not allowed access to those records, mm-hmm. but we've become essentially partners that took us a while to do it. But we have um, MOU's Memorandum of Understanding with each of those colleges that allows us to be partners. And I think the, um, the presidents, the three gentlemen that I've... Russell and Judd and uh, Richard all believe this is a really important step in making a seamless transition from the community college to West Texas A&M yeah, University.
0: Yeah, I love that. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to a very honorable person. We'll be back right after this. West Texas A&M University is... A student body that learns by doing and is always seeking opportunity. Talented and accomplished faculty that teach both in and out of the classroom. Programs that provide timeless information and meet the challenges of today's world. Facilities rich in technology as well as WT history. Now is the time to strengthen connections and open doors for tomorrow's leaders. Share your experience. Share your heritage. Share your pride welcome back to reflections from wt the heart and soul of the texas panhandle for this segment i'm going to be talking to a young man from houston texas his name is alan balthazar and he is instrumental and in, uh, a big part of starting a new organization on campus called
2: men of honor alan welcome tell me a little bit about men of honor so men of honor is a new organization that will be starting up and it will be focusing on mentoring, influencing and encouraging its members to be successful students here at WC and we also want to encourage them to be, you know, good men outside as well. Yeah, do do how often do you meet? Um it's a new organization, so it's barely starting so we have like currently haven't had any meetings. So that's like still it's getting still
0: process. Yes. So what do you encourage men to do? Uh, young men to do I mean when you say to be a man of honor what do you mean by that
2: so to me um, an honorable man is just kind of being you know respectful to others you know just as you want them to be respectful to you as well and kind of you know just being you know a good person and doing good for everyone yeah so Alan tell
0: me a little about your background you're from Houston Texas yes sir Um, are, are you the first in your family to go to college
2: I am I'm I am the first, and yeah. So. You, what, what made you want to come to WT? Uh, well, one of my first reasons was because it was, you know, um, the price, you know, it was compared to other colleges. It was, you know, the best choice I could make, and I wanted to try and have a college experience, as yeah. you could say, kind of yeah. away from home and, you know, see how... I well, I could do.
0: And you are a long way from home. Yes, right? sir. Yes. Yeah. So what was your first impression when you came on campus? I'm interested in all
2: that. Oh, I thought it was a really beautiful campus. Actually, I thought it was a really nice campus. It looked really nice, and um, it was really welcoming. Faculty and you know staff and um, all the other students here as well. They're really friendly, and it's like a big family. Yeah. Why did you pick criminal justice? Well, um, I picked criminal justice because I've always felt like I've belonged there. Um, when I was younger, I kind of lived in not that well, not that good areas mm-hmm. as you could say um, and it kind of influenced me to want to be that good person and make a change in my community to yeah. help them as well. So what do you want to do when you graduate? When I graduate, I plan on attending a police academy, either in Dallas or in Houston, and I, as soon as I finish the academy and, you know, become a police officer, I want to work my way up to becoming a homicide detective.
0: Yeah. I tell Alan, it's, we, we need more people like you, uh, people that are willing to go to college, people that are willing to work hard, and people that are willing to start organizations encouraging other people to have honor. Um, I think that word honor sometimes is hard to define, but it's really important. Dr. Winter, what is being a man of honor?
1: Well, that's, that's a, uh, that is the $64,000 question. Alan, I'm going to tell you, I, was, I visited the high, a lot of high schools up here, matter of fact, all the high schools in the Texas Panhandle, and they're a long way from Houston. And I was at um, one of the high schools, and a young man stood up, happened to be an African-American, and he asked me, He said, um, what will WT do to help make me a better man? He didn't say man of honor. He just said better man. And he said, I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good citizen. And when I heard that, it almost made me cry. Mm -hmm. I thought, my goodness, if we had groups of students that felt that way what a great university wt would be you know we can teach calculus all day long i can teach people not me but i can, I can we can teach people how to uh, diagram a sentence or um how to um you know differentiate an equation or do engineering problems or be a good nurse but if they're not people of honor i'll just say people of honor Um, We haven't done well by them. And unfortunately, too many universities walk away from that. They're afraid to even address it. So I am so proud of you and these other students who are voicing the concern that we need to be men of honor, people of honor. And I think it's especially important for men. You know, we hear a lot about all kinds of... um, things on college campuses going on, Title IX issues, uh, sexual assault, all these kinds of things. And I just think that when people begin to desire to respect each other, uh, in a very fundamental way, that is a—it's uh, essential to being, I think, to being an educated human being. Mm, of I course. don't care how well somebody can write or calculate or how well they can understand re- mm-hmm. what they read and so on. If they're not honorable people, we haven't done our job. Mm. So I—I uh, I really uh, would encourage you. And I've heard a little bit about the organization, but never talked like this about it. I really encourage you to to be to be faithful to it and strong to it and really get the word out because we need we need more and more of that you i know because we talked a little bit that you're the older uh brother yes. in your family
2: yes sir and
1: uh, i will tell you that that doesn't you don't have an option you have to be a man of honor to the rest of your siblings
2: yes, indeed
1: and that will create uh, tremendous pride and your mother and your father, and that's a you know that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. In the end, no matter how good a cop you are, you want your family to be proud of you, and that's that's a that's that's honor, I think. So I'm very I'm I'm just excited for you. I think yeah, it's a great. Yeah,
0: I am too, and I'm very proud of you. I, you. One of the things I love about teaching at college is I really believe that the the years at a university are really a crossroads for a young person. I look back at myself, who I did my undergrad work here at WT. I I left here a different person. I left here a different person. And, Alan, don't you – are you a freshman? Yes, sir. Yes. Do you see already how this is a life-changing place?
2: Yes, definitely. I definitely do. Yeah.
0: What's your favorite thing about WT?
2: My favorite thing about WT is just how close – It is, you know, how everybody here is kind of sort of like a family, as I stated before. Um, I like how, you know, it's just a really friendly community. Everybody's involved.
0: Yeah, well, speaking as a faculty member on the campus, one that teaches, I would love to have more of you in my classrooms. So I appreciate you being here, and I appreciate you being on campus, and I appreciate this organization, and I appreciate you being here today. We traditionally kind of wrap up all of our episodes with what I call a curveball. You ready for your curveball today?
1: <laughs> Who, me or Alan? Yeah,
0: I'll, I'm going to throw it to both of you. <laughs> okay. This one's not too tough. What's your favorite
2: part of the day? My favorite part of the day is when I, currently when I go back to my dorm and um, get ready for bed, you know.
1: just In Bedtime. <laughs> bedtime, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, here's a stark contrast for you. My favorite part of the day is when my alarm goes off um, at 4.15 and I get up I, I happen to read the Bible in the morning and uh, take quiet time and that's you know what I like to do but I also start to think and some days there's precious little of that but I try to think and think about the day and what I'm going to do and then I try to get to the office by 6 and that time from about 4.15 until about 8 o'clock in the morning is the bright spot of my day
0: Wow, you know I only recognize one 415 in the day, and that one is not it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it looks like we're out of time. Thank both of you for joining me today, and thank you for joining us for Reflections from WT, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. If you would like more information about West Texas A&M University, go to our website, www.wtamu.edu. We'll see you next time.